It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Next is now. Well, jury selection is beginning in the trial of Jesse Smollett. The actor, of course, was accused of staging a racist and homophobic attack, uh, which he said uh, was done uh, by uh, red hat wearing Trump supporters while he was out getting a sandwich in the early morning hours. That was in Chicago, and amazingly, that was two years ago. Two years ago. Uh, Police later said uh, that he paid two men to stage the attack. So what does all this have to do uh, with what we're talking about today? It it takes us back to a conversation uh, that I've been having for several years now, even well before uh, Jesse Smollett came on the scene uh, and this whole thing played out. Uh, on the national media stage. Uh, and it, it, the idea, the principle, is instant certainty. And that instant certainty is the enemy of truth. And it undermines trust. So if you think back uh, to how that case uh, rolled out, uh, there was a whole lot of instant certainty from a whole lot of places, very few places, Uh, that had the restraint, also a very important principle, uh, to not immediately jump on the bandwagon of what was being reported in this case. So you had all of these outlets, many politicians, uh, jumping on the side of Jesse Smollett, saying this was clearly a, a racist and homophobic attack, And that carried for quite a long time. And then suddenly the the truth started to ease its way out. And Smollett has been charged with faking a hate crime. So all of that, simply because nobody was willing in our instantly certain instant access to information, instant report, hot take world that you you couldn't slow down. You couldn't slow down long enough to take in all the facts uh, that we're so swift to judge, we're so swift to shame, we're so swift to cancel uh, that we often get it wrong. And so I repeat that instant certainty is the enemy of truth, and it undermines trust, and it happens everywhere. Uh, And so it's interesting that this case, two years down the road now, is coming to trial, and it will be very interesting to see the the two men uh, who were uh, supposedly paid by Jesse Smollett uh, to to stage the whole encounter. Uh, They, of course, will be on the witness stand. And they will go through that process. So it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. 
but the thing that we've got to recognize and come back to is we just got to slow down. Uh, the old phrase, speed kills, is true. Uh, and it kills whether you're uh, doing a math assignment as a fifth grader or trying to, to rush a project at work or trying to rush a conversation with a spouse or a loved one. Uh, speed is, is not our friend all the time. That doesn't mean that we have to be slow. It certainly doesn't mean that we have to procrastinate, uh, procrastinate in the way that Congress continues to procrastinate with uh, things that are important to our economy and jobs. But we do need to slow down and we do need to suspend judgment. Until we can really take things in. Uh, I have seen it over and over and over again in the political spaces of what happens when you do a hot take, when you make an instant assessment. And I think the biggest challenge is now as, as a society, we have so come to expect the hot take. And we have pundits, especially again on national cable news. Uh, that are so certain about whatever it is they're saying. And they're so certain about it right up to the point that they're proven wrong. And then with incredible audacity, in the next breath, they are equally as certain about the next thing they say. (laughs) And often it is our hunger for that or it's how rapidly can you you know tweet a response to whatever that tweet was how quickly can you can you post or repost like or dislike uh, link whatever it is how fast can you do that and when we do that uh, that's the challenge and so, again, it is interesting to me as we look at what is next and, and what is coming this week as they start jury selection in in this case. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this all comes together, because to me, it's the it's the net result of instant certainty that worries me the most. I mean, we, you can have people with strong opinions and they can go fast and loose and, and they can play that game and people can get that for the most part. The problem is, is when we become, when we come to rely on those instantly certain takes on social media or on cable news, that our trust, not just in those particular experts or talking heads or radio people, heaven forbid, but we start losing trust in institutions, clearly in institutions of government, uh, but a host of other institutions. And then sadly, sadly, we lose trust in each other as human beings. So we lose trust in our communities and in society as a whole. Why? Because we're all so rushing to this instant certain uh, certainty. Uh, and some of you experienced this over the last weekend at your Thanksgiving table. And your Uncle Bob or your cousin Jane was so instantly certain that somebody was right or somebody that was wrong or some politician was an idiot or someone else was a genius, uh, that we have all this instant certainty that in the end, often everybody's wrong. <laughs> when, when we're rushing in like that, very few people actually get it right. But those who are willing to have enough restraint to think about it or to ask questions about it or to stay curious about it, Those are the people we ought to be listening to. 
because that will actually build trust and increase confidence in each other, in our communities, in institutions of government, in, in businesses, uh, in all of those things. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I have taken a call uh, or an email or a text message from someone who was just absolutely furious about something because they were so certain of whatever it was. And they were certain they were right and that I was wrong or the person I worked for was wrong or the company I worked for was wrong. And they were certain. And sadly, when someone jumps to instant certainty, uh, their ability to listen is greatly diminished, if not completely eliminated. And so the test, the test of leadership, I think, uh, the test of all of us in our relationships is do you have the ability, and not just the ability, do you have the will, do you have the will to suspend judgment, to not be instantly certain that you're right and they're wrong, or that your solution is the right one and theirs is the wrong one? Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to ask a sincere, non-sarcastic question and listen to the response? And that applies whether you're talking to your five-year-old child, whether you're talking to their teacher at school, your boss, a member of Congress, the president of the United States. Do you have the skill power and do you have the willpower to avoid instant certainty? Can you suspend judgment? Can you stay curious? Can you ask questions? Can you actually listen to a response? We're going to watch a lot of this continue to play out as uh, we watch this Jesse Smollett uh, case play out uh, in the, the week ahead. Uh, but it is a exhibit A, B, and C for why instant certainty is the enemy of truth and undermines our trust in one another. Stay with us. It's that time of year coming up. KSL Giveathon. We're going to talk to an 11-year-old uh, who is extraordinary. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.